0: Ready? Okay, Caroline's going to preach. <laughs> oh. um. Help me, Lord. Um, in case you're wondering what this is, I feel like I'm at some kind of conference or something with the tag hanging down. This is my. This is called the scapular, and this is like a habit. It's like a, a habit for lay people. Because I recently took my vows as a Dominican. I'm a member of a religious order, like the Franciscans you may have heard of, or or that kind of thing. But Dominicans are known for preaching the gospel, and um, that's what we do. We preach the gospel. And um, you may have heard the most famous Dominican probably is Thomas Aquinas. And so... um, I'm here to preach good news to you. And I'm looking around at the Lord, There's some irony in this because I see a lot of seasoned believers. <laughs> they know the gospel, and not only do they know the gospel, they themselves have preached the gospel. Amen? Amen. 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 And I see Dan This is like preaching to the Apostle Paul or something. <laughs> I tell you, man, I am undeterred because the God of glory is here to speak to us again. We are going from glory to glory to glory. Yes, right. Be ye being filled with the Holy Spirit, Amen. Amen. Okay, so, um, but I've, I'm following a theologian, and that makes me very nervous. So <laughs> I will I will wade out into the water, put out into the deep. So, John 17. And verse 23 says, well, we'll go back to 22 to put the book ended a little bit. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one. I in them and you in me. May they be brought to complete unity. Again, what was the complete unity? How unified is that? Like the Father and the Son. Exactly. To let the world know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Mm -hmm. Again, we have to have unity with the Father before we can have unity with each other. So how much is that? The Father loves us as he loves the Son. Now, this is not some, you know, this, again, Amy said, you know, there's nothing random in what Jesus said. This isn't, oh, and by the way, the Father loves you as much as he loves me. And so I'm inviting you into this relationship. I'm on my way out the door, but I thought I'd tack this on to, you know, everything you have in your head already. No, this was his plan from the beginning. And the Sermon on the Mount, his disciples say, Lord, teach us to pray. And what does he say? He says, Our Father. From the very first moment, he is inviting us into that communion with the Father, into that contemplation of the Trinity. You could sit on that for years. You, you could, I you, mean, there are times when I pray the Our Father, and as a Catholic, we pray the Our Father a lot. And I'm just like, Our Father. And everybody's still going, and I'm just like, Whoa! you know, (laughs) our Father, it is profound. That is on the Father's heart, is for us to be in that relationship with Him, to receive the love that He has for us, to respond to Him like Jesus responds to Him. Our Father who art in heaven, how would be thy name? How would be thy name? And again, Amy, as Amy pointed out, this, this goes back to the Old Testament. I was so surprised, and I've been a Christian a long time, and I've read the Bible a whole lot. But when I looked at a concordance to look back, okay, Lord, you said, I remember somehow vaguely you said that you wanted to build a place for your name. The temple was to be a place for your name. And so I looked back on the little blue-letter Bible app. Thank you, Amy. And I was just amazed. It was, like, it was like reading John 17 and finding glory and name over and over and over. This is like a place for your name, 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 a place. I mean, I was just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. I was amazed. This is important. This is so important. The temple was a place for his name. His name. And Jesus came to manifest that name. So I want to go. I want to go back. Amy, Amy, so beautifully presented in Matthew 21. Jesus approaching Jerusalem and coming to the temple, because this temple, Scripture says, we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So this is very important. Notice how Jesus comes to Jerusalem. And we've all heard this before. He doesn't come in on a fine white steed and, you know, take over the place. He doesn't preach to the masses. He doesn't do, you know, a, a healing, uh, a healing or outreach or whatever. But he comes, he comes on a donkey. He comes in humility. Isn't that how he comes to us? He comes to us, his children, his beloved. Jerusalem Jerusalem was on his heart. The temple was on his heart. He loved Jerusalem. He loved the temple. And he came to her on a donkey. He comes to us like that. Amidst praise. When we acknowledge him, they, they were singing and shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. They were acknowledging, even, I don't know to what degree they really meant it. I've heard tons of sermons on this. Well, this was the crowd that later betrayed him. No, this was a completely different crowd, you know. So we don't know what level of understanding they had. But isn't that the way it is when we come to Christ? We kind of have understanding, but we've got a lot more to learn, you know. But if when we acknowledge him, we say, you are the son of David. Hosanna to your name. Then he comes to us in that humility. When we humble ourselves and acknowledge his lordship, he comes to us on that donkey to the temple of our hearts. Mm -hmm. He comes to us. And when he enters our heart, there is sin to deal with. Why? Because God is fastidious and he likes, you know, he's got a neat and I want everything just right, you know, and here's my white glove. No, it is because he is zealous. He is zealous. Zeal for your house will consume me. He is zealous for our hearts. He is not there to destroy the temple. He is there to destroy the sin. So he comes in, as Amy said, this is very calculated. This is not the, you know, shoot them all like God sort them out kind of thing. This is very, very, very deliberate very planned. He deals with the sin and drives the sin out. And then I'm, I'm just, on I'm riding on your coattails. I'm sorry, honey. Um, <laughs> this is nothing original. I'm just repeating what she said. So, and then we are then unafraid to approach him because when he recognizes his authority to deal with our sin, you feel that you've been set free, or I do, there are times when the Lord will speak to me and it's like a two by four. Wham! But then you feel like, wow, I feel so much better. You know what I mean? And I don't mean he, he hurts you, but he hurts what is hurting you. And so you feel this freedom. You feel a release. You feel a grace to go to him and say, Lord, I need healing. I need healing. These are broken areas in my life. I need healing. We are the blind and the lame, are we not? We are those who need the healing touch of the Lord. So the Lord comes in. He deals with our sin. He heals us. And then what happens with the children? They sing. And I had not noticed this before, but they say the same thing that the crowds were saying outside. You know, They say, Hosanna to the son of David. But there's... Something has happened here. Something has happened in the temple. And I find it funny what Jesus says. He says, Have you never read from the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise? Another translation says, You have perfected praise. It's like our praise is purified, it's perfected by submitting to the Lord, allowing Him to do this work in our lives. And transforming us. And healing us. So I want to tell you about. I'm going to get super vulnerable. <laughs> um, about the time that. A God asked me a question. And um, I couldn't answer it. <laughs> and he asks me questions a lot. It may be because I give such humorous answers. <laughs> I don't know. But... Um, But I do know, and I've heard this many times, when the God of the universe asks you a question, it is not because he is seeking information. (laughs) He is exposing something in you. In me, he uses it to unravel my heart in the most glorious way possible. Hallelujah. So one day I was sitting in the presence of the Lord and, and just out of the blue, the Lord says, Caroline, and don't you love it when he speaks your name? You know, Moses, because I know you by name, you know, I will do this. When the Lord of the universe speaks your name. Oh, it's like, I'll do anything. Then you melt. I said, Caroline, how much do I love you? And usually when God asks me a question, I don't become a scripture scholar or a theologian. I usually swing in the other direction. I'm like, like in the realm of dumber than a can of rocks. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really, and I'm just like, and he said it again, Caroline, how much do I love you? And I just sat for a minute and I'm thinking, what, what do I say? What do I say to that? I have no idea. And I just said, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how much do you love me? And he said, I love you as much as I love my son. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And being ununtiltered, I mean, I blurted out because it was the first thing I thought of. It was, Lord, is that even possible? I mean, think about that. The way the Father loves the Son. The Father loves Jesus. intimate, in fellowship since (laughs) before the beginning of time the intimacy that they share within the fellowship of the Trinity is unspeakable but then I looked I found John 17 where it says just that like we read in verse 23 you sent me and you have loved them even as you have loved me. And that, my brothers and sisters, I believe is what the Lord wants to communicate to each one of us. We're seasoned believers. We've heard a million sermons, you know, we've heard all of it. But I believe the Lord, there are a few people in this room who really need this. I think we all need it, but there are a few people in this room who are acutely aware of the need to have the Lord approach you and to come into your heart and to deal with the things that separate you and to heal you and to show you that the Father loves you as much as he loves his Son.